Storm chasers, they take a lot of heat and flack at times for what they do. Some call them out for being reckless, but they will always contend that they do it to further the science behind the weather by reporting in an effort to save lives in the future. Hi, I'm Chris May, host of This Day in Weather History, a podcast from the Weather Network in Canada. I will grant you that there are a ton of phonies out there posing as trained professionals, meteorologists, and atmospheric scientists. They suck, and they just get in the way. But the real pros, they make a difference. Today was sort of when that all got started, on this day in weather history. On May 24, 1973, an F4 tornado struck Union City, Oklahoma, but that was not the big story. After all, if there is one thing that is rare in Oklahoma, tornadoes are not that, and nor is an F4 twister for that matter. No, the big story here on this day in weather history was the first tornado widely documented by science as part of a storm-chasing field research. You heard me right. This started the storm chasers. Stop me if you've heard me recount stories already out of Norman, Oklahoma. I was just there already this month alone. The NSSL is the National Severe Storms Laboratory. It is a National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration Weather Research Laboratory under the Office of Oceanic and Atmospheric Research. You know them as NOAA. So this is legit and not some thrill-seeking, glory-chasing, picture-taking, click-baiting project. This was out of Norman, Oklahoma, where they placed teams of storm chasers around it to capture its life cycle on film. Remember, also, this is 1973, so there's no digital tech yet. This was using actual film, kids. Going in, they knew the risks and they knew the potential wreckage it could cause. But then again, it wasn't necessarily about that as far as where this story goes. You see, after this May 24th, 1973 tornado that ripped apart Union City, Oklahoma, no one could have seen or predicted just how major the impact this moment in time would have on the development of weather radar. Again, real science, not posers with cameras. Researchers from the NOAA National Severe Storms Laboratory look back on this day in weather history as a defining event in the history of severe weather research and forecasting. Remember that this day in weather history can be enjoyed a number of ways. Right now, you are listening to the full version of today's story on your favorite podcast provider, but there is also the daily podcast video short. They are shot right here in my podcast recording studio, so you get that perspective, and oftentimes they will include visuals from that day's event from when it happened in weather history. So after listening to the full story, go check out the podcast video short on television or online anytime at theweathernetwork.com forward slash weather history. On this day, they were working with the newly developed and still at that time experimental Doppler radar to collect data. But still, it took ingenuity and human meteorologists to pull this off. Two NSSL researchers were working in tandem to assist one another. They had one guy in front of the computer, but because they had no real-time displays, they relied on another researcher who was monitoring the surveillance radar they had at the time to relay the coordinates back as to what sector they needed to look at in the storm to be able to collect the data. But we all know tornadoes are a moving target. And that is exponentially harder to track when you are eyeballing it 
and communicating that back to someone who then needs to scan that specific sector to actually capture the storm at all. What a high wire act this was. Then there was the next roadblock of progress brought on by the Times. The data was recorded back then on magnetic tape, so it would take months for the dated computers of that time to process everything, and then researchers could first even see the data that they had to work with. This archaic process, by today's standards anyway, had a powerful and important impact on tornado forecasting. Understand this. Before this day in weather history, researchers had no way to discover that the circulation of this Union City tornado was actually aloft before the tornado descended to the ground. And with that, they knew they had a very good potential warning device for the future. But research never ever ends, nor does it ever rest on its laurels. Researchers have since learned not all tornadoes form that way, but the radar signature is always helpful in most situations because it can act to either determine or rule out how tornadoes can form and therefore give authorities ample notice to alert those lives that are in its path. And this was made possible through the dawn of not just the radar analysis of tornadoes, but also the storm chaser on this day in weather history. Torna tornado. <laughs> Tomorrow is May 25th, and we look back at just how dangerous lightning can be and how important it is to heed the warnings and advice of your local or national weathercasters. It was on May 25th of 1996 when 11 people at a picnic were all struck down by lightning. Could this have been avoided? What happened just before this? It is a real sobering and eye-opening story to be told tomorrow on This Day in Weather History with me, your host, Chris May.